Hi everyone, welcome to the APC Podcast. My name is Anthony Toe and I'll be your host for today. The purpose of the podcast is to reflect on the board's experience on APC and outline what they have in mind for the upcoming years. This is a message for future boards to look upon the reflections of their predecessors. So we'll be going through a series of three questions aimed at your time in APC and how it affected you moving forward. So starting off, I want to introduce everyone. Just say your name, pronouns, year and major, and positions, starting off from Sharon and going down from the Constitution. Okay, so hi everyone. My name is Sharon Ewan. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I am a fourth year Asian American Studies major, and I'm currently the director. Hi everybody. I'm Justin Squirrels. I use he and his and they, them, theirs pronouns. I'm a fourth year uh, double majoring in International Development Studies and Asian American Studies uh, with a minor in Digital Humanities, and I am the external assistant. Hi, I'm Kat. I'm the Womexos coordinator. She, her pronouns. Um, I'm a fourth year, second year transfer, studying political science. Hi, everyone. My name is Nock. Um, pronouns she, her, hers. I'm a fourth year majoring in international development study, um, minoring in Asian American study, I'm, and I am the community, community advocacy coordinator. Hi, I'm Caitlin. Um, she, her, hers pronouns. I am a second year double majoring in political science and public affairs with a minor in environmental systems, and I am the LGBTQ coordinator. Hi everyone, my name is Jason Vu, pronouns he, him, his. I'm a third year global studies and Asian American studies double major with a minor in linguistics, and I'm the current academic affairs coordinator. Um, Hi everyone, I'm Kelly. Um, pronouns are she, her, hers. Uh, I'm fourth year, second year transfer, and my major is Asian American Studies, and I'm the Publicity and Outreach Coordinator. Um, hi everyone, my name is Angela. Um, I use the She series, and I'm a third year political science, Asian American Studies double major, and the Social Cultural Coordinator. Hi everyone, my name is Amy, and I use she, her pronouns. I am a third year political science major, double minoring in global studies and public affairs, and I am the Civic Engagement Coordinator. Okay, cool, so that's everyone. So moving on to the first question. Reflecting back upon when you first joined APC until now, did being in this space affect your passions, interests, or goals in any way? Okay, so we're gonna start off with Sharon, APC's director. So I guess reflecting back on when I first joined APC, I think like coming into college, I thought that it was okay to just be a student and kind of leave all like the political advocacy behind me in high school because I thought that like that was what college was about. And then I found out I was severely wrong and that being at this campus, especially like an institution where it wasn't actually made for students of color or like low income students, like originally back in like the 1900s. Uh, made me recognize that my identity has a large part of how I even got to this campus. And so joining APC was my way of kind of like reconciling um, that divide within me where I wanted to just be a student versus I wanted to get back into like social advocacy and politics. Um, And it has, being in the space has shown me that I can be a community leader in the future, that I can work in community-based organizations and apply the skills I've learned here in my career later on in the future so that it doesn't just end in college. Okay, so moving on to Justin. Um, So actually when I first joined ABC, well, okay, when I first interacted with ABC, I really didn't know um, I was actually joining the ABC space. Actually, I was an intern for Samahang um, during my first year when I was invited by the director at that time, Viva, um, to come to a meeting at Hedrick Study. 
little lo and behold, I didn't know that I was going to go to my first mother organization coalition meeting. Um, and so from there, it really like stoked my interest and um, my desire to really delve deeper into coalition building. Um, that's why I pursued multiple leadership positions that interacted with coalition building spaces, um, whether that be the mother organization space, mobile white collective, um, or even like USAC and also parties and slates. Um, I hope to transfer like these skills in order to have more of those coalition uh, building, but also political power building and community building um, activities and also career goals moving forward. Okay, so we're going to move on to Catherine, our Wilmixon's coordinator. Okay, so I recently went back and reread my application for Asian Pacific Coalition, and I think a lot of the sentiments that I felt then, which, you know, was just last winter, um, I resonate with a lot now. I mean, a lot of things in my life have gone on and changed, and I've grown a lot, but I still clearly see the need for a lot of coalition building um, and a cohesive, like, political identity and like you know like that political factor which a lot of cultural communities and organizations can sometimes leave out um i think like most of all i just i would just want to thank asian pacific coalition for like giving me the space to explore my passions interests and goals a lot more i've been interested in community organizing but it connected me with fellow people who i could um like co-program with together and who could inspire me whenever I was feeling down. Thank you for sharing. So the next person is Nock, our community outreach coordinator. So I think for me, uh, coming from an immigrant family, I have always like wanted to use my education to really help my community. And coming to college and joining VSU has really made me realize that I can use like my education and my power to make changes to making sure that the voices of not only like the Vietnamese community are being represented, but also um, being allyship with other Southeast Asian and Asian uh, American community as well. Um, I think I originally really hated the ABC space because to me it was very uh, not inclusive, but I think uh, joining ABC space and actually help um, making sure that the voices of Southeast Asian are being represented through uh, seasoned uh, was a life changing experience for me. I think um, definitely joining APC and gaining the necessary skills and strengthen the connection of the Southeast Asian community is something that I will continue doing even after um, APC. <laughs> cool. So the next person who is going is Caitlin, LGBTQ coordinator. Reflecting to when I first joined APC, um, I sort of thought that my place in like activism was always going to be like in academia and that I would be doing more the research side, more the political theory side um, of organizing. But when I joined ABC, I sort of realized that that wasn't necessarily what my calling was and that I do actually feel more comfortable doing more face-to-face -face connection type things even though it is generally more hard for me as a really introverted person, um, it's still what I'm meant to be doing. And the academia side has just become a lot less appealing to me recently. Not that ethnic studies aren't extremely important. It's just taken on their own without an element of like hands-on advocacy or not bringing that information to the people 
and using it for them was not my calling. <laughs> okay, so the next person is Jason with Academic Affairs Coordinator. Yeah, um, so for me, I kind of came into the APC space because uh, before I had done a lot of my advocacy and like more organizing work through USAC and I kind of got tired of that space and found an APC really a sense of um, community and of like kind of a real focus on like kind of our background as um, a larger PETA community. Um, I think that has driven my passions in terms of like my interest in uh, Southeast Asian issues and has like what and it's been what's kind of led me towards kind of more um, issues facing a larger APITA um, community. So I think APC has really informed kind of the advocacy work that I want to get involved in with in the future and especially my own like academic interests. So the next person is Pub with Kelly. So um, when I first joined like APC, I guess like I was really like struggling to look for a community when I came to UCLA and um, I guess like before when I was at my community college and I always like organized with like multi-ethnic coalitions but never with like a PETA coalition so I was always like in a space where I was like an ally you know but like I was an ally but I didn't have like my own community or space where I could like talk about my community's issues and like I was kind of hesitant at first because like I know that like the PETA community has like a stereotype in a way of like being like apolitical and that was like something that like I hesitated a lot about before but I think like joining APC and looking back on it now it was like a way for me to like you know that saying like no history no self I felt like even though like there's still a lot to work on I felt like APC was able to give me that history um of like how like multi-ethnic like coalition building like worked in the past and like how to go forward with that. Okay, so the next person is Angela with Social and Civic Affairs Coordinator. Um, I think before APC, I had a, like very like lofty like understandings of what me advocacy and like engagement looked like. Um, seeing myself as just like a small subset of like little institutional change. Um, I think after APC, I think it really grounded me and showed me like what student what students can do and like what I can do myself and like be able to like put on events and put on workshops and see the actual impacts of that through discussion and like speaking with students. So I think it really showed me that like me myself, like as students, like we can actually create something and like educate um, the greater UCLA student body. And I think that was really impactful for me. So our final person for this question is Amy with Civic Engagement Coordinator. Um, yeah, so I think for me, I kind of had a very similar journey to Jason's where my first year of college was a lot of um, just involvement with in the EVP space. And I think um, it kind of really shaped the way that I viewed advocacy. And I've always wanted to be somebody who helped my community, but I think I lost a little bit of that being in the EVP space because I wasn't as grounded in, you know, my like APITA identity and so when I joined APC I kind of wanted to move away from that a little bit and joining APC has really like brought me back to my roots and it's made me realize how important it is to not lose that sense of community and I think you know like I mean I still kind of see myself working in like legislative offices in the future but um, with that still kind of like working while grounded in my community and kind of being a bridge with community-based organizations. 
Okay, so is Grace in here now? Hello, yes. Yes. So for the podcast, we just need you to introduce yourself first, just for the recording. And the questions for that are names, pronouns, year and major, and position. Hi, I'm Grace. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, hers. And I am a fourth year sociology major, and I am this year's administrative coordinator. Cool. And for the question we're doing, it's the first one is reflecting back upon when you first joined APC until now, did being in the space affect your passions, interests, or goals in, in, in any way? You can just like think about it. You don't have to get it. <laughs> Sorry, I, was, I got distracted by the chat. <laughs> okay, reflecting back upon when you first joined APC until now, did being in the space affect your Um, Like, yes, um, because... Well, my interest was in um, staying engaged and staying um, like active somewhat um, in terms of organizing, right? So this was a space to do that. Um, I think like APC has helped me to kind of broaden um, like for me personally, like what my goals are. Uh, in terms of um, just, sorry, my like computer just like pulled up iTunes for some reason and like was gonna queue up Adam Lambert and like that was not gonna be it, so. Okay, excuse me. Um, right, so help me broaden my own goals um, in terms of like how I want to contribute um, post-grad to kind of furthering like what has been built here at UCLA, right? Like the relationships I have with people, um, the organizations that I built ties to, um, and like learned of like what everyone's like hard work has meant, like what they are building towards. And that's like a future where, you know, justice and equity and like communities get what they need to not just survive, but to actually live and thrive in cooperation with one another, right? Like a, a whole ass coalition. Um, and being a part of APC has kind of helped like nudge that a little bit, that vision of what a coalition truly means and what students are capable of. Um, like all of us are, I think I'm the oldest at 22, turning 23. And I think it's fucking crazy that I am just barely entering my 20s and already am part of something that generations of 20-somethings have poured themselves into, right? So, yeah. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, I'm just letting you know for like the next question, it's gonna be in the order of the constitution and the answers are mostly like about one minute long. And um, okay, so moving on to the next question. Is it sharing? Okay, so what are some important challenges you have faced in your positions? Like weaknesses you have or like mistakes you have made in the past? And we're gonna start off with Sharon. Um, I think like, since it's only a minute, the most important challenge that I think like every single leader has to go through, and especially I found it relevant in this space is like learning how to utilize like carefrontation in order to like communicate with certain board members who are not either like aligning with the vision or like unfor like not 
per se, like, un- like discussing capacities and like being in that really difficult position of like having to encourage folks to leave or step down or step away from things. And like, that is like one of, I think the hardest things that every single one of us will ever have to do, depending on what kind of space that we enter in the future. And it's a really hard skill to learn and nobody likes to do it. And like, that is my biggest challenge. Like I get a lot of, um, experience with that through res life but I got even more of that through APC and like I really felt that like two years ago back when like um the folks who when I was pretty much like the only person in this org I should have like had the courage to do that with certain board members who were not pulling their weight but I didn't and instead I think that really hurt us so that was my biggest challenge I think yeah thank you that was really good advice so moving on to internal assistant director with Justin next year and all Oh, oh, I'm sorry. External assistant director. I'm just going down the constitution. I read into it all. But yes, moving on. Uh, external assistant director with Justin. Thank you. Um, I have to just say, like, retweet also, like, emphasis on what Sharon said, just because, like, uh, coming from someone who was, like, as a sole executive for the winter and spring term last year, like, I was very jaded, very scarred about that experience. Um, and for me, since I am like an amiable work style, like I just really need to like, be able to work on it. And I have been able to work on um, confrontation, confrontation and confrontation through APC. Um, but in terms of position specific, I think that this year, even though like I am no stranger to the mother organization space, there's a lot of politics that came up this year, especially in terms of like the historical divides um, coming back into play, especially with the Donald Trump Jr. protests, the SAOC, the uh, student-initiated outreach committee and the campus retention committee SIOC CRC letter that came out um, and how different communities were being excluded from these critical discussions and dialogues. Um, and so for me, it's always like I have to navigate how I'm going to, oh, oh my god, I cut out a little bit. Um, I have to navigate how I can include all the community members in these discussions. Um, but yeah, there's still su- such a strong force against this and it's something that will have to be resolved through a lot more dialogue and discussions based off of the history. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Okay, so moving on, we have Catherine with Wilmixon's coordinator. I think my biggest challenge going into the position was, um, originally I felt compelled to take the position because no one else was going to. I ran, um, what is it called? I ran Unchallenged um, and it wasn't because I had my own ideas for what to program. And that was my biggest challenge for a majority of the year, that I hadn't started thinking about um, programming early, early on. I also felt like I was operating in a vacuum of background information. Um, and for some context, while I do identify as an intersectional feminist, I hadn't always been the most critical thinker. I haven't ever taken a gender studies class, so I felt like I was operating on little to academically reference. Um, and I just, I felt like everything, every move I could possibly make was not going to be it. I felt pressured by this standard of being extremely comprehensive. Um, and I didn't want to bring up a topic without being able to account for um, like a lot of inclusive perspectives of it, especially like given our um, like responsibility to represent Akita, you know? So I, I have to say, I didn't do a lot, but I do hope that what I've done, I can like lay the groundwork for next year to be better than me. Yeah, thank you for sharing and being vulnerable. Um, so moving forward, we have community advocacy coordinator, with which is Mel. Um, I think a biggest challenge for me that like I've always struggled with, even like before, 
joining EPC um, is that like I have a hard time seeing like the result of my work, right? I feel like I always am too much of a perfectionist or like, I don't know, I think a lot about what people think about me. So being in like meeting with admin and advocating for my community, like sometimes I know that I shouldn't be letting those things affect me, but it definitely does affect me. Um, being questions of like whether or not like my, um, my programs is sufficient or my program is good enough or like being asking if I'm doing the right job as like a student leaders a lot of those things like get into me and I think um at the end of the day I think my friend was really helped me to go through that uh struggles but also throughout that whole learning experience I really learned how um how important it is to not letting people define your experience at these institutions because there's going to be like a lot of factors a lot of people that don't want you to be here and it's really important that like you pull yourself through and you're not only like advocating for yourself but also your community and what you believe in thank you for sharing um the next person is lgbtq coordinator which is caitlin I think there are two major challenges with this position in particular. The first is that since it's sort of an identity-based position, like you sort of know vaguely what kind of programming you're supposed to be doing, but not exactly since like queerness involves so much stuff. It's hard to pick somewhere to focus, especially when it connects with the second issue, which is that often looked at as a secondary problem, you know, like we can't talk about queer issues right now because we have other things to do that affect the entire community. So it's sometimes feeling like you have justification to take up space. And then also once you have that space, trying to figure out specifically what you want to do when you're working in this really big sandbox of potential programming things and different concepts that no one knows anything about. Cool. Thank you so much. For the next person is Academic Affairs Coordinator with Jason. Yeah, so with me, I think coming in the first like kind of challenge that set me off in a week's position was the fact that there hadn't been an academic affairs coordinator for quite a while with APC. But I kind of had a vision for the position being one where we see that academia is this kind of like privileged institution and like being critical of how we can like bridge those resources and really use them to serve community um, and empower our voices. I think one of the fallbacks from being so busy this past year, um, in addition to academic affairs, was just like my ability to devote myself to that kind of work was hindered. Um, but I think kind of from that mistake, I kind of learned to see academic affairs as more um, crossing with other kind of issues related to the APEDA community. So I think that's something I wish I realized sooner is realizing how academic affairs is way more than just like what we generally think of as academic. Cool, thank you so much. So the next person is Administrative Coordinator with Grace. Um, so I guess um, the, the challenges for me, all of them related to sitting down at a computer and typing big words on like a timeline, which is like not the most enjoyable task, I think. But <laughs> um, besides that, really, I think was again, like not just to echo what other folks have said, like not having a clear picture of like what to do like with this position, right? And what it entails. Um, like you're like, I'm given this title administrative coordinator. I'm like, uh, of what previously last year, like 
um, exec was the one doing most of the like administrative like paperwork and things like that or like other people on board like were more than capable of like doing their own paperwork so it was really like just trying to like carve out like okay so what will the capacities of this role be then um not just like in the short term because like y'all got handled for now but like long term like what is something that this role could expand upon and like really do to better support and enable the other board members and what they're trying to do in their positions um if they don't have to be you know stuck behind red tape all the time because like they don't like it shouldn't like it's a skill to be able to like access bureaucracy and like navigate it and like know all the paperwork and like all the language and terminology and who to go to all the different like offices and things like that like that is a hard skill and although it would be nice if we all had that kind of knowledge as an organization you can't depend on that like other people have other qualifications other priorities that they should be able to focus on to help improve on the cause right on our goals that are beyond working with the institutions that we live in and operate under so like ideally it was trying to figure out like okay so I have to learn the system too and how do I learn it in a way that is easily um, passed on to the next generation so that they don't have to go through the confusing first hurdles that we all had to go through and I think a weakness of mine was like, I'm not the most organized person to begin with. So like, like I don't even think I have like notebooks right now. Like I am truly living out that like fourth year, like senioritis, like dream of like, I just go somewhere with like a head. And like, I don't think I'll take notes. I'll think about it. And that's me taking notes in my head. Like, <laughs> But yeah, finding, um, trying, trying, trying to uh, get on that is a, a challenge. So. so for the next person, it's uh, Kelly with Publicity and Outreach Coordinator. Okay, so I guess like when I first started in publicity, I, to be honest, I feel like I really just wanted to be in the space. Like I was like, um, this position's open. I'm gonna be I'm gonna join. But I guess like I didn't realize how much like time and like effort that publicity really like has to take when like doing the position. Cause I remember like one conversation that I had with Kat um was like where like we were talking I was like talking with her and then it was like thinking about how to appeal to like the PETA community, especially like folks that like weren't as political or like might not be interested in like politically related events. And I was like, damn, I never thought about it that way. Like, that's kind of crazy, right? Um, it's actually not that crazy. It was like so just something that like I didn't think about. Um, <laughs> um, I think like that was one of the weaknesses and mistakes that I made was like assuming that like people would be interested because like of our history, but like they don't know our history. Um, so it was like thinking about how to like market APC in a way because like I never thought about it like that before. But yeah, that that's how I've grown. I think I've learned a little bit about publicity and marketing. <laughs> yeah, thank you for sharing. So for the next person is social and cultural affairs coordinator, which is Angela. 
Mm, I think I really like my position because of like the flexibility and like being able to put on cultural like events. Um, I think I really struggle. I still continue to struggle with like engaging with our board of representatives, right? Um, having them participate in events because I think um, as we're re- rebuilding our connection to BOR, it's something that still needs to be mended and like having their active participant. So like as I'm pushing out like a lot of these like cultural events and cultural campaigns for Be the History Month, I think about the reach of it and like um, whether or not people are actually like digesting this material or whether or not it's actually like impacting them in some way. So that's something that like I'll always think about like as I'm pushing out these events. But I'm grateful that like I'm able to like come up with creative projects and then have that kind of be done, like have a product to like look back on and reflect on. Yeah, thank you so much. So our final person for this question is again, it's Amy being civic engagement coordinator. Yeah, so I think for me, um, like a personal struggle that I have, and I'm sure like a lot of us can relate to is just imposter syndrome and not feeling like you're qualified for the position. Um, and I, I really especially felt that too um, on, on the day of the primary election when everybody was talking about their vote by mail ballots and I didn't really have a concrete answer and I felt like I should have had an answer as civic engagement coordinator. Um, and so that was one of like the things that really threw me off and made me question my position. And then on top of that too, kind of touching back on what a lot of people have mentioned already is just like trying to get people in the community to care. Um, you know, like as young folks, we have a really low voter turnout rate and um, especially in the PETA community too, we have so much power and yet we're not engaging in it because we can't quite connect the personal to the political. And so just trying to find creative ways to get the community to care was really, really hard for me. Yeah, thank you so much. So that's wrapping up for the second question. I really appreciate how honest everyone was. It was an extremely critical analysis of our position. And I just really appreciate that you guys have became vulnerable enough to share that. So our last question for today is, how do you hope APC will grow moving forward? Do you have any particular goals in mind? And we're going to start off with Sharon, the director. I think like the main goal, right, is to make sure that for these next like 50 years, century, however many long years that humans will be alive, is that this space will continue to exist and that we keep records of it moving forward. I think inheriting this organization um, kind of like and having to restart it all over again was like a really painful growing moment, but it also taught every single one of us here so much. Um, I think it proved us that we are like the leaders that we have been looking for and that we can find that inspiration within ourselves and we often underestimate ourselves as well. I hope that moving forward, we also interact more with our Pacific Islander and Daisy American communities, and also like our international and um, transfer student uh, communities, because I think like as we capacity build in the future, there is a lot of possibilities out there for way larger events that could encompass these communities that we have not been like, historically, we haven't been recognizing as often. And yeah, I just hope that we get more BOR members. It'd be so cool to see us grow from like right now we have 19. What if we could hit 30? What if we hit 40? Like, you know, so I think that would be really cool. Thank you. Those are some really good goals in mind. So for the next person is external assistant director, which is Justin. I think honestly, in terms of like how APC has grown within the last four years has been like gone up and beyond anything that I could have ever imagined for the space. Like coming from um, like, a really limited capacity to having such great programs and such expansive and thorough um, critical discussions that we're having. 
not only within our board space, but within our board of representative space is just amazing to look at. Um, and then also reinstituting our internship. So structurally, I think we're doing amazing. I think um, in terms of moving forward, I think would have to be envisioning how we want to continue building community, right? Um, we have to do our political work and right because because everything happening with like the PETA community and the different issues that we face, um, we do have to have that community building aspect alongside with the political advocacy and organizing side because they go hand in hand with each other. So I mean, I hope that the social affairs coordinator will be able to um, help alleviate that. What the will that look like? Who knows? Maybe more general meetings maybe even a mentorship component, who knows, that's up to you all or however APC board leadership, board representatives decide to um, set that future direction. Um, but for me, I look forward to five years down the line from now when it's gonna be the 50th anniversary of APC in 2025. And so yes. however that will be commemorated or celebrated, I hope to see how we have grown ever since we were founded in, in 1975 till now. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate you sharing that. And those are some really good visions for our organization. So for the next person is Catherine, who's our Mixins coordinator. So I think I have some ideas for my own role, events that I, I hope that people, my successes will be able to put on, that I think are in high our community like needs it very much. I think Caitlin kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but there's like certain things that are come as like a first stop for our um, Asian Pacific Islander Asian American community and other things that can come as kind of like put on the back burner. And for us, queer um, issues and romantic issues can often be the latter. I hope that I can see a future where it's not just um, something that's included, but something that we are proactive in supporting. Um, and uplifting the voices of um, women, women because it's not something they can guarantee will just be um, automatically um, included. I don't know if I can make that make sense, but um, a lot of people will often say, you know, put the issues of our shared race or our ethnicity or our, um, our group before the issues of like, your gender. Kind of like just, that. I want to see a future where we're not asked to choose between anymore. Yeah, thank you for sharing. So for the next one, it's Community Advocacy Coordinator, which is no. Well, I definitely think that even though a lot of people are saying how APC board has a lot of like Southeast Asian representation, but I just, I would disagree with that because I think um, those of you are, are, and I, I would like to see in the future, I would like to see APC basically live up to its name, right? Um, increase like representation from marginalized community like Southeast Asian, Pacific Islander, Desi, but also like making sure that uh, we are having program that is not just inclusive uh, but beyond and live up to what our ancestor has done. I think in the past we did a lot of great thing having a really strong like Asian coalitions as well as like running referendum and fighting for our spaces on campus. And I really hope that in the future, we'll not only like make sure that our space is more inclusive, but continue that legacy of like advocacy on campus and make sure that our voices are being heard. Thank you so much. So for the next person, it's our LGBTQ coordinator, which is Caitlin. Hello. Um, first, I'm going to say my Wi-Fi is being very bad. So sorry if I vanish in the middle of a sentence. Um, secondly, I wanted to say that I'm really hoping with the member orgs that APC, participating in APC, leads to more collaboration happening outside of APC-specific projects. And I think that's something we're already sort of starting to see. More relationship building, more friendships being made across different and being, so just member organizations. Yeah. 
yeah, that sounds good. So for the next person is Jason, our academics of failed coordinator. Yeah, I guess I have maybe two points I want to share on. I think one has to pertain with academic affairs specifically, and that's like I'm really hoping that APC can continue to maintain that relationship um, with like kind of the academic departments and centers we've gone to work with. I think there's a lot that can be gained from those relationships in terms of like not only like tangible like physical and like financial support but also just like the relationships and the advice we get from a lot of those folks. And I guess my other one kind of has more to do with APC generally since this year I was also like a member of VOR as a representative for VSU. I also want to just echo what people have been saying about like our hope really that um, APC will continue to be a space that um, builds coalition, that recognizes and amplifies the different issues of facing all of the community in different ways. So my hope is really that this kind of community that's been really well developed now will continue to grow in the future. Yeah, thank you for sharing. So the next person is Grace, who's our administrative coordinator. I hope APC continues to build bridges, continues to build this coalition, recognizes that coalition work isn't just insular within our community, but like other communities are trying to build their coalitions too. And that you know, if we are to count on their support for our coalition, we must support theirs and like all the growing pains that come with that, right? And I hope APC next year's board um, and so on, like like that APC becomes a space where they don't need to feel like it's so serious all the time. Like what the work that we are doing is serious and is important, um, but we all know that and that we are able to trust in one another and count on one another to help us decompress from all the hard work that we've been doing and that other organizations will share in that too, which I am very grateful that BOR this year has started to become more like that. And I guess a particular goal is that like I'm looking forward to the continuation of the transition binders that like <laughs> our pages will not be the last pages. And yeah. The next person is publicity and outreach coordinator. Like what Grace said, I felt that hoping like how APC will grow forward, moving forward. What I hope to see like five years from now, maybe it echoes a lot of what like other board members already said, like seeing more like Pacific Islanders and also other Southeast Asians in the space. At first, I thought about answering this question and being like, I'd love to see like our coalitions, like, you know, like building up our coalitions, like with other mother organizations. But like, you know, that's like a long term goal. But I was thinking like, how can we like strengthen our communities like and like be like what we truly like want to represent I guess like that is also dependent like not only like that's something like not always like in our control like it's also like the future board but I just hope that like this momentum that we've been building up the past year can really be sustained going forward. So the next person is our social and cultural affairs coordinator Angela. Well, I think like on the social cultural side, I definitely think hopefully that curriculum that we kind of started the BOR will prompt them to want to engage in more political conversations and like prompt them to like engage in more like facilitations within um, the different BOR members. And that's something we can aid them and help them. One, and then I think largely for the club itself, definitely um, maintaining that or like creating an alumni network because like a lot of the board are the restarters or like have rebuilt APC and like their contribution is something that we shouldn't uh, forget and that's something that when we nor should we forget our like connection to them or like their own involvement in APC and I think like later down the line um done a lot of rebranding with how we uh describe our events and stuff changing from it being just Asian Pacific to a P to this a P to that right and so maybe 
considering whether or not APC itself needs to rebranding itself. And our last person for today's session is Amy, who's our Civic Engagement Coordinator. Yeah, I think um, a lot of the board members have already kind of spoken about what I want to say, so I don't want to be repetitive, but definitely reemphasizing, um, you know, like strengthening those connections with BOR and then also making it more of an inclusive space and then also making sure that the PETA voice is more included in other um, marginalized community spaces on campus. Um, I also just like want to talk about like, I think in my two years of being in APC, it's already grown so, so, so much. I really just want to continue that momentum and continue uh, broadening our capacity. Like my first year in APC, we didn't have an internship. And this year we had two cohorts. And I just like that makes me really excited. And I just want to continue to, you know, build up our resources and become, you know, a big, be bigger and better resource for BOR members as well. Thank you so much. But yeah, that's all the questions we have today. I really appreciate that people have taken the time out of the day, uh, out of the day go through this meeting. I know we had a lot of productive conversations here and a lot of critical thinking, and I appreciate it a lot. Does anyone want to add anything for the future APC members or any last words? No? Aaron, you should say your line. <laughs> <sighs> oh, we stand on the shoulders of giants, everybody. Never forget. Chef's kiss. Wait, they are really stupid and that. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm really clear and like. No, because all y'all are here right now, and we've been making fun of it. I feel like that's just no, like. Okay, wait. Okay, I want to say something. Okay. okay. All right. Story. Story time. I uh, recently went on a walk to campus the other day, and like I low-key like took a break from Broom Walk. Anyway, this is relevant because every year that APC survives is another brick added to a pita walk. I don't know. But like, oh my gosh, she's a poet. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, in that line of thought, APC as an organization and where we stand now, presently, we've already come so far. Like just, it will continue to grow just by virtue of more voices being added to this Asian Pacific chorus, right? Like um, people who can claim a part of being in the space and working with the people who are here at that time, at that now. Be kind with yourself. Be kind with the people that you are working in solidarity with um, because this is work. And as much as we cherish one another and our contributions, to remember to do that for yourself as well. So yeah. Take a fucking break sometimes. Preach. That's about. Does anyone have anything else to add other than that? Or we'll just wrap it up for now. So thank you so much for coming. This has been a really productive podcast. And that's going to be all for today. Thank you.